So if you've done everything right and you've got your passwords set up, you probably have unique complex passwords for all your accounts, but I bet you're really struggling on how to deal with all of them. Well, stick around for a bit. This is Cybersecurity Uncensored. Welcome to Cybersecurity Uncensored. My name's Logan. Welcome to the channel. We're glad to have you. Passwords are a very challenging part of everyday life. It doesn't matter if you're at work, you're at school, you're at home, you need to have good passwords. I've done a few videos that I'm actually going to put links to in the description of this video around passwords, uh, what happens from overuse, credential stuffing, password managers, that sort of thing. I wanted to circle back a little bit and talk about password managers a bit further. Because I've been banging on about, you know, having unique complex passwords for every single account. So that is a mitigation for credential stuffing because if a cyber criminal gets a hold of your credentials and you've used them on multiple accounts, they're going to try to access all of your accounts using those same stolen credentials. So you need to have unique passwords for every single account, but that's a lot easier said than it is done because the recommended password lengths usually tends to be 12 to 14 if you watched my password video. And that's not easy to remember. So even if you're using passphrases, just the sheer number of passwords that you need to remember can be quite overwhelming. So a password manager is highly recommended. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about password managers and what you can expect. So full disclosure, I am not paid in any way, shape, or form by any of the companies that I mentioned. I'm probably really only going to focus on the one, and that's one password. And the only reason is because that's the one that I use. That's not saying that they're the best. It's not saying they're the worst. It's not saying they're the most expensive or the cheapest. They just happen to be the ones that I'm using. And because I've been using it for a while, I figured out a few key features on password managers that I particularly like. And the first one is that it's cloud-based. Now, by cloud-based, it means that you don't have to download and install a program on your computer to use it. You can simply log into it from anywhere, much the same way as you can from, say, your Gmail account or your Microsoft Outlook account. It just happens to be there. The benefit of that is if you use your password manager in multiple devices, like on your laptop or if you use it on your phone and your tablet, you can have that same vault of passwords everywhere you are. I find that particularly beneficial because if I'm out and about and I only have my phone with me, I can log into my accounts just like if I'm at home, I can log into my accounts. And anytime I update a password, well, it's reflected across all of the devices. So that's probably one of the key things to look for is cloud-based solutions. Almost all of them are cloud-based these days. They're subscription-based. You sign up, you pay so much a month or a year, you can even get a perpetual license that's just good for as long as you happen to use it which is great because then they supply the updates along the way. So the first place I tend to install a password manager is I do actually install the application on my desktop. I'm a Windows user, but you can also get them for MacBooks and those sort of things. It works pretty much exactly the same regardless of what platform you happen to be on. Because I do spend a fair bit of time sitting at my computer working on a variety of things because, hey, you know what? I just can't deal with a phone screen or a tablet screen or anything like that. I like to have my big monitor. So. I do a lot of work on my laptop. As a result, I tend to be logging into and out of accounts all day. It doesn't matter if it's GoDaddy or Envato Elements or any other type of tool that I tend to use for my, my small business or putting up some content and stuff like that. So every time I go to a website, I don't have to remember the password for it. I only need to make sure that I can log into one password and it does the rest for me. 
The second part of this after having it on my computer is I actually have the browser plugin. So you can get the browser plugin for password manager, something like 1Password or LastPass or any of these other type of solutions, and you install it within the browser. So I use this instead of the password manager that's built into browsers because I consider those to still be quite immature and still quite insecure. They're coming a long way, but I still don't trust them because if someone gets access to your computer, gets access to your browser and that sort of thing, there's certain ways that they can find out what your passwords are. I'd rather stick to a dedicated application. The nice thing about having that dedicated password manager and having that browser plugin is every time I go to a website that requires me to log in, the little logo for 1Password shows up in the login box and all I have to do is click on it and it automatically fills in my username and password and any other details that I need to use. The trick is of course that every time I turn on my computer, I need to make sure that I actually unlock my password. But the good thing is the only password I really need to remember is the one for the password manager. Now mind you, it's probably the longest and most complex password that I have, but hey, it is guarding all of my passwords so it should be the most secure, right? So once I log onto my computer and I open my password vault, I can simply go to all of my different applications and I can log in. And it's not necessarily just usernames and passwords. Some of the features with password managers, they can actually have multi-factor authentication capabilities built into them. So for example, my airline's frequent flyer membership program has multi-factor authentication set up, but instead of using a separate authenticator app, I actually use the one that's built into one password and it's really convenient. Because when I go to log in, I, it logs in with my username and my password, but then it also can populate in my MFA code. So that's really, really easy. So that's the kind of the other part to having a good password is having good multi-factor authentication set up. And hey, you know what? If you can use a solution like a password manager to do all of that for you, that's fantastic. And the third place that I have my password manager installed is it's an app that's on my mobile device. Now, I'm an Apple iPhone user. I have been for a very long time. And... Even though Apple has the ability to remember passwords built in, it can actually use the 1Password application as the default password manager. And it's the same thing that if I go to a website or an application on my phone and it needs me to log in, it can simply pre-populate the username, the password, and in some cases, the MFA code. Beyond, say, username, password, and MFA code, you can use a password manager to remember other types of details. For example, your home address. So if you're filling out forms that require you entering your home address and that sort of thing, you can have that remembered in a password manager and it can fill in all these fields. If you're also comfortable, you can put in credit card details. So for example, if you didn't want to put in your credit card details on a site like eBay or Amazon, which I'm on quite a bit, you could simply store those details within your password manager and then it can fill out those details for you. So that way you do retain a certain level of control over those financial details. There's, there's other things you can remember, like driver's license numbers and what have you. Really, there's a lot of options. It does depend on what solution that you're getting. So if you're using a free version, that's one thing. If you're using a more paid version, well, you get more features with it. And really, when I say paid, a lot of these solutions aren't really that expensive. When you consider the amount of value that a password manager delivers by protecting your accounts, by saving unique complex passwords for everything, I think it's well and truly worth the investment. It really is worth little more than say a few more cups of coffee a year that's just about it so you know i i can't remember exactly what i paid for one password annually i think 100 bucks or something like that to me the the peace of mind that it delivers is well and truly valuable so i've got a password manager i've got it on my browser i've got it on the computer i've got it on my phone you know i've got it on my tablet it remembers uh different things 
Um, like uh, my address, if remember, say MFA codes, if I've got it configured for that. Um, just quickly on that topic, there are actually multi-factor authentication applications, like say the Microsoft Authenticator, that do have password vault uh, capabilities built into them. I think that's really good because if you spend a lot of time in the Microsoft world, which I do, having that password vault in addition to the MFA thing within that same application, I think is a really good thing. Now, I haven't really played with it too much. Maybe one of you guys have played with it a bit more. I'd love to hear all about it. So I've got all these applications set up. I've got unique complex passwords for all my things. Let's just say that I go to sign up for a new account. And I'm sitting there and I'm struggling to come up with a good unique password. What do I do? Well, fortunately, some of these password managers can actually come up with passwords for you. So for example, it can give you a suggested password. And that's usually based on how big the field can accept. So for example, if the field for password on the new site accepts up to 20 or 24 characters, it can suggest a password that actually complies with that. It also will take into account for the most part, the complexity requirements. So usually it's uppercase, lowercase letters, a number and a special character. There are still some sites out there that don't accept all four. Some of them, they only want the upper and the lower and then say a number. Um, I don't really like these as much, but they're certainly still out there. At least the password manager will suggest a password that kind of aligns with this. Uh, it'll enter it twice for you and then it'll simply remember it. And I've probably got about half of my accounts now where I honestly do not remember what the password is. It's because I've allowed one password to create it for me and then remember it in the vault. So you're probably thinking to yourself, well, this is, sounds really, really good. You know, I'd really like to explore this, but are password managers themselves secure? Yes and no. Now, mostly yes. I mean, the design of them is it's encrypted. It's an encrypted password vault. So even if somebody copies the vault file itself, unless they have the actual ability to break the encryption or the password to get into that vault, it's really kind of useless for them. This is why I emphasize that the strongest password you have is the one you use for the password manager itself. So the password that I use for my password manager is actually about 20 characters long. It's uppercase, lowercase, number, special characters. It's one of the few passwords I actually remember. But if you get tricked into surrendering this password, someone else can actually access the password vault, particularly these days where they tend to be cloud-based. So someone could actually log into your password manager if they get a hold of your credentials. Now, there are some solutions to this where it's attached to a specific device. Uh, for example, I had to go through a bit of a process setting up one password to authenticate my iPhone, my iPad, and my laptop. Uh, and, and using a special code, which kind of ties the password manager to these as being authenticated devices. So that is a bit of a mitigation. Not all solutions offer that, however. So if someone actually gets a hold of your credentials to get into your username and or your, sorry, your password vault, they could potentially access all your passwords. The other nice thing about password managers is they generally allow you to set up multi-factor authentication, which seems appropriate that every time you log into your password vault, you put in the complex password uh, as well as an MFA code, which is a good mitigation technique. Some of the other features that are built into password managers I find are quite handy. One-on-one um, -on -one password is called Watchtower. Now, what that does is that analyzes your passwords. And it really doesn't look at the passwords itself. But what it does is it takes the password and creates a hash with it. So a hash is basically a random sequence based off of the content of that password. And then what it does is it compares that hash to other passwords. So for example, if you've had a password that's been caught up in a data breach at any point in time, what they can do is they can compare the hash of your current password versus the hash of the passwords that happen to be in this data breach. And they can tell you if there's a match to let you know that maybe it's not your password specifically, but that particular password has been used in other data breaches. 
So if you did an analysis of say a password with, uh, I don't know, 10 numbers, like one, two, three, all the way up to zero or something like that, uh, it would probably come back and say, this has been you know used or breached a million times before or something like that. It's pretty handy. Another way to kind of check your password is if you go to ivebeenpwned.com and you can do the password analysis. And what it does is it hashes your password and it checks us to let you know. But the Watchtower feature within 1Password does this for you. It can also uh, assess the quality of your passwords and can say this password is okay, this password is weak, uh, this password is very good, and that's just based on length, complexity, other types of requirements when they compare it to that hash. They can also tell you if you've reused passwords. We're all guilty of it. I certainly am. That you use the same password in multiple accounts. So if you're using a password manager, it can tell you how many of those accounts that you've actually used that same password in. And then it can actually tell you which accounts those are. So then you can go to each one of those different accounts and then you can actually set a unique complex password using the password manager itself to remember the password. And then ultimately what you want is zero uh, repeated passwords any, anywhere at all. So that's a, a really good thing about it. So if password managers are fairly secure and you use a complex password that you've got multi-factor authentication, that's uh, uh, what happens if you lose your device? Well, generally, this is one of the reasons I say make sure that you back up your devices. Uh, for example, if you get a new iPhone or something like that, you should be able to restore it without too much headache from, um, from, from, the, or from the backup itself. Uh, but the other thing is, too, is because it's cloud-based, all you really need to do is re-authenticate to the password vault itself, and you should be right. And everything should just basically download and synchronize with you, which is another big advantage to using a cloud-based solution. So kind of to wrap this all up, I really recommend using a password manager. Uh, which one you use, that's entirely up to you. I'd say do a bit of uh, research out there, depending on what fits your budget. There's some out there that are free. They're actually still pretty good. Uh, look, just look for best password manager 2023. There's usually all kinds of articles written on them. They'll give you the pros, the cons, what platforms you can use them on, how you can use them. Go to a site like web, uh, YouTube, for example. So if you go to the web uh, and just look, you know, how to use, you generally will get uh, a lot of YouTube videos telling you how to use, say, 1Password, for example, or KeyPass or Dashlane or any of these other type of solutions. There's a lot of videos on how to use it sort of thing. What you'll also find is a lot of businesses are starting to adapt multi-factor authentication and password managers as part of their, their go-to. Multi-factor has generally uh, been a, a bit of a quicker uptake, but some businesses will use password managers. So you can always ask at your employer if they use a password manager. So for example, if your company is using the commercial version of 1Password, they do make available what's called a family edition. So as long as you're working there and you've got a valid license, you can actually have a copy of 1Password for yourself. Now, the 1Password for yourself has absolutely nothing to do with work. It's basically a personal version that they allow you to set up all your own passwords and stuff like that. Just be aware that if something happens that you're no longer working with the company, uh, you will get the option to license it for yourself. Uh, but if they're using a fairly expensive product, you could be in for a bit of a rude shock uh, if you find out that all of a sudden you have to license it for yourself, which, which is really not that bad of a thing. Uh, when you consider the value that the password manager itself provides. Another benefit to password managers is you can share passwords securely this way. I know we always talk about don't share your passwords with anybody, but in a business world, you might have multiple people looking after a particular system, but you'll have like say one master administrator password for that thing, or like a brick glass account. This is what you put inside of a password manager. Now, not everybody has access to the same password manager per se. They've all got their own instances of password managers, 
This just happens to be a shared vault. You authorized who has access to it. So if you're in a small company, you've got four or five people that have network administrator privileges from their own account, they can access this shared vault. Let's just say that's a password for a router, a switch, a firewall, something like that. Uh, maybe it's the master administrator account for your Office 365. Who knows? And if at any point in time you have to change any of these passwords, so let's just say that you've had to reconfigure your router, you've had to change the password, that sort of thing. Uh, you can update that password, then all the other administrators that have access to that vault will have access to the new password itself. So I know we're getting a little bit long in the video, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Use the password manager, guys. If you've got any questions, please reach out. Do a little bit of research. Uh, look up some YouTube view, uh, videos. Look up some uh, research articles on what's the best password manager. There's lots of good intel that's out there. You know, use secure, complex passwords. Use multi-factor authentication. And with those three things, you're probably in a really good position to kind of protect all your accounts. So stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time.